Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, one eight seven 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 zero stop in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit one eight hundred gambler.net in West Virginia or call one eight hundred five two two four seven zero zero in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gambling helpline ma.org or call eight hundred three two seven fifty fifty four twenty four seven support in Massachusetts or call one eight seven seven eight hope. NY or text Hope NY in New York. The Ryan Day Lou Holtz saga is officially over. Ryan Day declining to comment on anything related to Notre Dame unless it happened between the 53 and the third and the 120 on the field. And now he's on to Maryland. So is Letterman Monroe. That's Tim May, the 40 year vet. That's Andy Backstrom. I'm Spencer Holbrook. We're into Maryland week. We're on to Maryland week. Uh, Ohio State taking uh, Maryland pretty seriously this week as Ryan Day meets with the media, as Jim Knowles, the defensive coordinator, meets with the media. And Letterman Rose here with some takeaways. Tim, uh, big takeaway after hearing from Ryan Day and Jim Knowles. Marvin Harrison Jr. is healthy, or he's going to be healthy, good to go for Saturday. That's huge in a game like this uh, because I'm telling you, Maryland's coming in. Uh, as was pointed, pointed out in that uh, interview session, I think it was Whitney from uh, <coughs> Channel 4 pointed out, Maryland has the uh, wants to get 12 explosive plays a game. They got nine, I think it was last week against Indiana. Uh, this is a team that's going to come in firing. Whether they're successful or not <clears throat> remains to be seen. Bottom line is you want all hands on deck. Everybody remembers last year's game, which was 33-30 in the fourth quarter, Ohio State leading. Uh, so, yeah, it helps having knowing that Marvin Harrison Jr. and basically everybody else is available. Yeah, this matchup's big because in terms of the pass rush, there's more of an emphasis, I guess, to get to the quarterback, not only with pressures, but maybe even bringing down someone like Talia Tungviola, who extends plays. So he's going to be taking more time to throw the ball than Sam Hartman was, than Austin Reed was from Western Kentucky, and probably every other quarterback they face so far this season. So there's going to be opportunities for Jack Sawyer and JT Tuimolowell to get a guy like Talia Tungviola down. And I think that, you know, Jim Knowles talked about it could be a coordinated rush. Now, what does that actually mean? I don't know if any of us really know, and he said that he wouldn't really tell us until after the season if it worked, you know. Uh, so it, it's going to be something to watch for, but there is a priority 
for this matchup to get more pressure than in weeks past. Yeah, there's one thing going on. You know, when you run twists and stunts and things like that, then you want things. You know, you're trying to you're trying to open areas for guys to go. You know what I mean? Kind of like blocking on an offensive line and stuff. I think Ohio State's done a pretty good job of that this year so far, and uh, we'll see where without having to blitz too much. And uh, you know, as you, as you heard me ask, uh, as you heard me ask Coach Knowles, I mean, uh, is, is he champing at the bit? I mean, you know, he's got two little voices going on in his head. One wants to be super aggressive because that's that's kind of where he made his fame, so to speak, as a defensive coordinator. But the other side is, for the most part. Uh, this defensive front is getting the job done, you know, by it what is. do you call it? Uh, ground warfare. <laughs> yeah, it is. And that's the thing is uh, everybody looks at the sacks, but I, I made sure to say on Monday, I'm in on pressures now instead of sacks. I, I just think that the game is just. You're on to pressures. It's evo- <laughs> yeah, it's it's evolving too much for me yeah, not to care about pressures. And Talia Tungavailoa, I said it, like, again, I said it on Monday, I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but like he's susceptible to uh, some danger stuff if he is pressured, not just sacked, if he's pressured. Uh, he's got injury history, so so that's gotta be in the back of his mind. He's got an internal clock, like all quarterbacks do. If you get pressure on him, there's a good chance that good things are gonna happen, and good defenses have been able to take advantage of that. I say good defenses because Ohio State was a good defense, not a great defense last year. Maryland created explosive plays off of, yep. off of Ohio State. There's one difference, though. Ohio State was okay with explosive plays last year as long as they weren't giving up a lot of touchdowns and they didn't give up a lot of touchdowns and this was a good defense by and large that lived with explosive plays and just brushed them off this defense this year does not give up explosive plays I think that's the number one thing they're hanging their hat on right now is if you're going to score on us you're going to drive the ball the entire length of the field and score this defense has not given up a touchdown longer than two yards I'm looking at what three yards looks like on this field they don't give it up. And so that's where I think the tipping point in this matchup is. And I think Ohio State has a good feel for that. They understand, you know, as long as we limit the explosive plays, we should be fine against Maryland. And I think that's that's pretty valid, yeah. Andy. I like how I like how when uh, somebody brought that up to, uh, I think it was Nathan Baird brought that up to uh, Jim Knowles, he immediately, the two-yard thing, he immediately knocked on wood on the lectern. Because, yeah. you know, you don't want – it's the, it's the immediate jinx, you know, Phil, because these guys get into that kind of mode at this well, point in the year. But uh, but I think it is a feather in their cap that they thus far have not given up, as you pointed out, a play over 40 yards and uh, a touchdown play of longer than two yards. I mean, pretty interesting stat when you get right down to it. It's going to happen eventually, though. Like, they're going to give up a touchdown of longer than Maybe. two yards. They, they will. Maybe uh, not. They will. Um, they haven't so far. Yeah, but even the Georgia 21 defense didn't gave up some touchdowns of longer than two yards. I'm looking again at two. So, Andy, uh, just very intrigued by this matchup with this with this Ohio State defense this week. Well, and you know, Jim knows me. He clear what the goals are on defense: win third down, win fourth down, and limit explosives. Shifted from a year ago. Talked a lot about that, but again. To go back to the sacks point, like that's not one of the goals. He said when he was younger, that was something he focused on a lot and almost probably too much looking back on it. Now, yes, you want to get pressure. And in every advanced analytic, Ohio State is getting pressure. Uh, but most importantly, you want to win third down, fourth down, and limit those explosives. The other thing that I thought was interesting Jim Knowles talked about was defensively against Notre Dame. Notre Dame had those marathon-long drives to put them in a position to win that game. 96 yards. And he said that he looked back at the film and realized he probably should have made some adjustments. You know, that was a lot of motion that Notre Dame showed in that pro-style offense to get going on the ground game, to work some things, uh, to get up to those linebackers at the second level, mm-hmm. block them away, to limit Steel Chambers and Tommy Eichenberg. 
he said there's things that he should have done to make adjustments in those ways. I wonder how much that shows up this week. Obviously, it's a different offense in Maryland, but there were some things that were working for Notre Dame against this Ohio State defense that put them in a position to potentially lose that game in South Bend, and that's got to be on everyone's antenna this week against Maryland. Yeah, and then you flip the ball over, give Ohio State the ball, and this offense has some issues to work out, but I think Ryan Day is pretty confident that those are going to happen. He was asked about the quarterback sneak, and I think his answer was pretty telling. Um, He looked pretty intently and then said, "Uh, time will tell. I think you'll see some quarterback sneaks in the future for this Ohio quarterback State. Quarterback snakes, man. Everybody yeah. does. I think that you'll see some of those in the Ohio State Arsenal here soon. I think you'll see some cleaning up in the short yardage. I think that, that's that been a big emphasis you could tell in the way that he was answering questions about short yardage and third down and play calling on first and second down because the splits just don't look even right now. You go back and watch the Notre Dame game, the stuff they're calling on first and second down and the stuff they're calling on third and fourth down were just not the same style of plays. I think there's some – some maintenance work that's been done on this offense during yeah. the off week too. But, but here's the thing about these about those kind of calls though. Once you make the call, whatever you go with, that's it. You don't you know you don't. It's not like golf where you throw the ball back down and hit a mulligan like I do a lot <laughs> when I'm running when I'm playing a practice round because as soon as I get my first eight every round, I'm now suddenly I'm in practice round mode. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm not getting that uh, PR today. Uh, and so you live and die by the calls you make and how you've scouted teams. And sometimes you can almost outscout yourself of, I know that they know that I know that they know that we may run a quarterback sneak here, so we're not going to do it. Instead of like just lining up and going, I know that they know we may quarterback sneak here, we're going to quarterback sneak anyway. You know what I mean? There's a total different way of thinking about things. And you can get gun shy when something doesn't work one way or the other. And it's, so it's not like you're just lining up and running a series of fourth and ones or third and ones against teams and getting that out of your system. These, these, game, these, these moments come up, uh, come up in games and if you make it, you look great. If you don't, it goes on your stat sheet and we're all asking about it. You understand what I'm mm-hmm. saying there? So it's not like you can just sit there and just work on it, work on it, work on it in a real game. But you would like to see them incorporate, especially at the goal line, a tush push uh, a uh, a cow driver instead of pile driver, a cow driver play oh, with Cal McCord uh, with the, with the with the running back or somebody helping shove him forward. Because uh, all you got to do is reach over the goal line; it's a touchdown. You would like to see that uh, possibly pop because then that opens up all kinds of stuff for you once you get down to the goal line and you have the quarterback under center. So. Uh, Cal driver, I think that's a pretty damn good nickname for a player. Did you just? Like that. Did you just? I don't. We're not going to address Kyle Driver right now, Andy. Well, uh, you're trying to get in the end zone, right? Andy? What a absolutely. What, what a nickname. Were they have the Kyle Driver at Boston College when you what were a nickname. What a, <laughs> I think that's a pretty good nickname. What a nickname. It for just a, came to me. What a nickname for a quarterback sneak. Uh, I just there. There's a lot of things that Ryan Day said about this offense, Andy. The running game and getting the running game going, other than the 61-yard touchdown run by Trevion Henderson, it was not a good day on the ground for the Buckeyes. Uh, getting Kyle McCord more comfortable early in games and getting this offense settled in early in games, fixing the offensive line issues that have persisted. Uh, again, like I said to Tim, a lot of maintenance work that needs to be done on this offense, and I think the Buckeyes do believe, they won't admit it because they're so locked in right now on what's going on, but I think this off week did come at just about the perfect time for them. They want everything to be better, not just the offensive line, not just – you know, the run game in particular. I mean, Ryan Day did make a point, hey, all the runs count. You know, that 61-yard run, even though it is kind of the outlier on all the runs against Notre Dame, it does still count. And 
it is something that is a game-changing play, right? But he also mentioned that they need to be better on first and second down with running football. They need more four-yard, five-yard, six-yard runs, especially early on, first quarter, second quarter of the games, keep them ahead of schedule, keep Kyle McCord ahead of schedule. I also thought it was interesting, I think you asked Ryan Day about Kyle McCord and potentially putting more on his plate after a moment like he had at Notre Dame. He said, yeah, a little bit, but it's still work in progress. Like, mm-hmm. We still have stuff to do in terms of getting him to where he needs to be. Um, so really, it's just holistically, they want to get better completely overall. Of course. Yeah, not just in one spot, and, and that's what you'd want to hear, right, from an off-week perspective. But I do think it's interesting uh, going in because his energy, I mean, he said this to Spencer right away after this press conference, just felt like the same energy Ryan Day had when talking about Notre Dame. You know, there was not complacency. This was an intense press conference. He wasn't super lengthy in his answers. I think we had 47 questions that were asked today. It was only a 25-minute press conference. He was short, to the point, and driven. And clearly, there is a real, real intensity about this week. They're taking Maryland seriously. Emeka Buka said it last week when we met with him. I'm on to Maryland. I mean, this is not a Maryland team that they're taking lightly at all. Uh, I should. He's got. He's <laughs> got. Uh, He's got his, I don't this know. This is the best Maryland team Mike Loxley has put together so far at Maryland. They've made incremental steps, as we talked about yesterday in the in the uh, video, incremental steps uh, his first several years there. And uh, this is definitely his best team as an overall standpoint. But Ryan Day has his reasons, I guess, to be uh, intense toward a Mike Loxley matchup. It's a matchup that he's taken very seriously in the past. Also on this Maryland staff, Josh Gaddis, who uh, had some things to say about the Ohio State 2021 team after Michigan beat them when Josh Gaddis was at Michigan. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no shortage of motivation for Ryan Day just himself to go into this matchup, let alone the Ohio State program to go into this Maryland matchup, not to mention that in games like this, I think it's always interesting that we only highlight one side of the ball and everyone on earth is guilty of it. Like we see this Maryland-Ohio State matchup. Oh, the Maryland offense. Let's see what it does against the Ohio State defense. Well, Maryland's got to play defense too. And I saw Virginia have some explosives on Maryland. So we'll get into all that the rest of the week. If you would like to come watch the Buckeyes play Maryland, I suggest you do so through the GameTime app and GameTime.co, the best place to buy tickets uh, for the Ohio State Buckeyes. Tim's done it. Go see Little Baby in concert. We've talked about that ad nauseum. Uh, Andy's done it to to find tickets around the city. that's little Game baby t- crying. <laughs> there you go. Game time is the best place to go. Right now, if you use the promo code Buckeyes, you get $20 off your first purchase in the Game Time app or at GameTime.co. Come watch those Buckeyes so you don't have to watch all those commercials on Fox. Hey, uh, let me interject this, too. If you're going to go to Ohio State at Purdue next week, <clears throat> and a lot of Ohio State fans ends up going, end up going there, if you don't want to commit to Peacock, which is what you're going to have to do to get to watch that game, get on the Game Time app, man. Get yourself a ticket and go enjoy a game in a – in a stadium that uh, now, since it's been refurbished and stuff over the last many years, has re- has very few really poor seats. So it'd be a, a good time to if you're if you're one of those protesting about the peacock thing, get on GameTime.co or GameTime Mapping and get yourself a, a decent ticket for what promises to be an interesting game. Because just when I gave Purdue up for dead, they they drilled Illinois over the weekend. What a strange, strange Big Ten it's turning out to be this year. Yeah, I still think Purdue stinks. But if you would like to go watch the Buckeyes, you can go do it through the Game Time app. And if you buy a ticket on Game Time, you find a cheaper ticket on a, on a, competing, on a competing ticket website, uh, you can send that into Game Time. They'll refund you 110% the difference. That's just the way Game Time rolls. Go to GameTime.co or use the Game Time app. Use that promo code Buckeyes. Get $20 off so your what you're saying first is you purchase. Can't, yeah, you, can't, you can't spell stink without P-U. Is that what you're saying? 
I suppose so. Yeah, I think you can. Uh, but yeah, in a way you can. But I like we'll, how you don't get my jokes until about two minutes later. But we'll go be, ahead. we'll That's be. Good, I appreciate. It. Oh, I, I completely understood it. We'll get on to Purdue next week. For now, we've got Ohio State and Maryland uh, in the horseshoe. Noon on Fox. Big noon kickoff. The, the big noon uh, pregame will be here. That's that's exciting if you're into that sort of thing. If you're coming down to the stadium, uh, again, like I said before, that the game time stuff is like Ohio State. We saw what they can do against a suspect defense in Western Kentucky. I think this defense is much better, but I don't know how much better relative to the rest of the Big Ten. I, I don't know if this is one of the better defenses in the Big Ten, and I think there's opportunities to be had, Andy, against this Maryland secondary for Ohio State, especially now that two Maryland defensive backs are playing in the NFL right now who tried to slow down Ohio State last year. Yeah, Ryan Day mentioned, like, hey, they lost some defensive backs, but they also replaced them with mm-hmm. some pretty talented defensive yes. backs, too. He's very complimentary about the athleticism in the back end for Maryland. And hey, look, they force a lot of turnovers. I said this in our video yesterday. They're tied third nationally with 12 takeaways so far. So I'm curious to see how they play Ohio State. Are they gonna try to wreak havoc and be that feast or famine, trying to just have guys flying around force turnovers? Or are they gonna try to limit those possessions? And if, maybe if they do both, you know, that's probably the recipe to, to winning because Ohio State has averaged 10 possessions per game. And, and if you take away one of those, I mean, you're on your way to staging an upset. So I do think it's a good point, Spencer. Like Maryland has to play defense too. And that's maybe the more important part of the equation if they want to have any chance of yeah, pulling and, the upset. Uh, you know, we had the same quandary when Western Kentucky came to town a few weeks ago because they they live and die literally defensively by forcing turnovers and stuff. And it ended up Ohio State won the turnover battle in that game big time. Uh, and uh, being a little bit unorthodox can help you for a while, but sometimes you just got to line up and, uh, and make a stop. So, uh, yeah, that will be definitely – a major part of this chess match is where the Cal McCord and his receiving group, receiver group, and more importantly, Travion Henderson and Chip Trainum, whether they can pick off, pick up where they sort of left off on that stirring drive the other night. Yeah, I'll have a story about the run game for LettermanRoad.com uh, coming up. We're going to have full coverage of Ohio State versus Maryland as we kick off this full week of coverage uh, coming out of the Ohio State off week into Maryland week and into Saturday in the Horseshoe at noon. 40-year vet Tim May. He'll be at LettermanRoad.com covering it all. So will Andy Baxter, Matt Parker on the recruiting side, and me, Spencer Holbrook. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel. You get a, get a little notification every time we post one of these videos. Go to LettermanRoad.com. You get the first month for one dollar. I, wow. I don't think that buys you anything else unless you're shopping at the Dollar Tree, but I think that they win a dollar twenty-five. Wow. They're it's not cheaper than Peacock, and they're not a sponsor. Yeah, it is cheaper than Peacock. We'll have full breakdown of Ohio State, Maryland all week, like we do 365 days a year for the Buckeyes. For now, we're gonna go get to work. We'll see you guys back in this building on Wednesday for another video about the Buckeyes. Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's $200 to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets.
Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Fanduel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, one eight seven 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 zero stop in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit one eight hundred gambler.net in West Virginia or call one eight hundred five two two four seven zero zero in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gambling helpline ma.org or call eight hundred three two seven fifty fifty four twenty four seven support in Massachusetts or call one eight seven seven eight hope. NY or text HOPE NY in New York.